is your life, and it's ending one minute at a time. I was blind, but now I see. Working jobs we hate, so we can buy shit we don't need. Ideas are brittle. If you had one shot, everything I'd ever read, heard, seen was now organized and available. Now you fucking khakis. Life moves pretty fast. The Biohacking Secret Show. Sylvia Binder is the president and CEO of Ondamed, a holistic health company specializing in pulsed electromagnetic fields. She was born in Germany and grew up in Vienna, Austria. Sylvia received her degree from the College of Naturopathy in London, followed by her PhD in naturopathy, and has been helping chronically ill patients around the world. The brilliance of the Ondamed system lies in the personalization of treatment unique to each living being with the help of a biofeedback method. This non-invasive therapeutic approach helps patients improve their stress tolerance as stress is linked to many common modern degenerative diseases. In this episode of the Biohacking Secrets show, Sylvia and I discuss her personal experience with her own son that led her down the path of using pulsed electromagnetic field therapy and its wide-ranging benefits. We also discuss the importance of limiting your exposure to harmful electromagnetic fields that surround us everywhere we go, especially in our modern lifestyles. So without further ado, please sit back, relax, and enjoy my conversation with Sylvia Binder. Hey everyone, I know you'll enjoy the interview. If you'd like to learn more of my top biohacking secrets, get a free copy of my best-selling book called The Biohacker's Guide to Upgraded Energy and Focus for free at biohackersguide.com. It's over 500 pages of my top biohacks and I'll send it to you for free if you cover a small shipping cost. Get your free copy at biohackersguide.com. So Sylvia, you have, you have a really interesting story. Can you share with us your background and your experience with your son and kind of what, what the journey that brought you to where we are today? Yeah, it was not a planned journey. And it's often our children that bring us to the worst and the best who we can be. And in this case, it was my second child, Randy is his name. He was five years old at the time when when this whole field, energy medicine, post-electromagnetic fields in terms of a technology came into my life. You know, he had open heart surgery at the age of two. Children's Hospital in Boston did wonderful surgery uh, and, and correction of his uh, air transposition. And, you know, sometimes it's necessary. Going surgery can we do wonderful things in medicine today. And it saved my son's life. However, when it came to a thrombus that was one centimeter large sitting on, on his heart valve. Nothing worked. I mean, the chemistry that the pediatric uh, cardiologist prescribed was Coumadin at the time. And although they changed the dosage, you know, it never was um, that he became therapeutic to the medication. So two and a half months later, they said, look, the, the cardiologist said, it's not working. What we do chemically is not working we probably were going to give it two more weeks. And, and at that point, we're going to have him undergo open heart surgery. Again, the location of where the thrombus is sitting is uh, life-threatening. And so we can't take the risk. We can't do catheterization because his anatomy is way too small to go in through uh, a certain techniques uh, in the cath lab. So it was exactly that time, it was so bizarre. Everything is in alignment, so about synchronicity. I had no idea about this fear that I am so heavily uh, into now for 15 years. So it, um, it was at this time that I met Rolf Binder, 
Uh, it was through a, um, a business friend, an old uh, acquaintance of mine who lived in Switzerland. He called me 2001 at Christmas time. He said, Sylvia, how are you? What are you doing now? Are you, do are you building businesses? Because that's my background. I'm an entrepreneur. I have a business degree from uh, Vienna, Austria. And you know, I moved to America when I was 21. But um, he said, look, I, I had stomach cancer. And this machine on them, it cured me of it. And so I bought two machines. I bought one for myself, one for my brother. And, and I'm good now. You know, the, um, the inventor is brilliant. But he doesn't know how to get the message across. And since I had done that for his business in the past, he was interested to see if I was interested in getting involved and helping this man to bring the message of Omnimed into the world. I said, I have no clue what this is about, but... You know, I have, I'm home now. I've been home for about six months with my three children, and they were all very young at that time. And so Rolf had come into, into my life in December, and in December I made the phone call. He um, decided to come meet with me in February of 2002. And um, this was now just about that time when my son was diagnosed. He taught me how to use the machine. I was sitting in my living room. But Rolf isn't a communicator. I, I had no clue how to use the machine or what to do with it. I was very nervous because my son, after the first surgery, they implanted a pacemaker. So he had a pacemaker uh, that I had to deal with. And I was very nervous because um, electromagnetic fields can do something to pacemakers. As you know, go walking through the uh, security at, a, at an airport, you need to be stepping aside and don't walk through the, the, the security, the testing device. Um, you need to be scanned manually by the security agents at the airport. It's the same thing here. If it's too strong of a fear, like with an MRI technology, it will just rip any implant out of the body. So I was too nervous to use all of it. But this voice kept on coming in. It was this machine sitting in my living room. <laughs> so I said, what the heck? I only have one more week. <laughs> I take this machine, I bring it down to Westchester Medical Center. I called for an appointment, I said, I got to see you. Please also call in the, um, the Medtronic people to check on this pacemaker testing uh, device. And so I went down. They had the Medtronic person there checking on the pacemaker output. And then we had the, the uh, we had Randy on an echocardiogram with a cardiologist there. While I unpacked the machine and I connected him, and they're like, hold on, what are you doing here? Said, I just have to check something. He's in good hands, right? We're in the hospital. The ER is close by, so I got to test if this is safe. So they let me do it, which is quite amazing. <laughs> so you wanted to, to test it the first time at the hospital in case something That's went right. wrong. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, it's brilliant. <laughs> well, it's, it's, you know, our children are more precious than treating ourselves. So I wanted to take every precaution that, that I had available. And, and they said, look, nothing is happening. Nothing has happened to the pacemaker. Everything is the same functioning, even though you're sending these uh, pulse electromagnetic fields into your son's body. And the cardiologist also confirmed nothing is happening from a cardiovascular point of view. So... I was free to go, green light. We came home. I had one more week. I did three sessions, each session only 15 minutes. I used the pulse feedback. 
I checked where on the body did I have reactions which would prove to be dysfunctional areas. And funny enough, or odd enough, it wasn't in the heart. It was more along the bladder and the kidney. From what I know today, being a naturopathic physician and, and also heavily into traditional Chinese medicine, it's the kidneys that support the heart function. So it makes a lot of sense to me. So I didn't question it. I just went with what I felt. And after the third session on that Monday, he went back to uh, having an INR test, which is a correlation test, to see his response to the Coumadin. And for the first time in three months, it was therapeutic, Anthony, therapeutic to the, to the medication. That hadn't happened in three months. The only thing I did different was to introduce the focus on electromagnetic fields. So now the cardiologist asked me from, from um, it was a Harvard-trained cardiologist at Children's Hospital in Boston. He said, what did you do? Because now we're in therapeutic ranges. I said, well, I used a machine that used focused electromagnetic fields. And he's such a loving, wonderful human being. He said, whatever it is you're doing, it's working. Continue doing it. So that was a new one, right? Because that's not what you typically hear. So I kept on doing, and after three months, we were able to reduce the thrombus to a third of its size, and he was no longer in any life danger. And uh, at that point, um, I, because you know, Children's Hospital is so far away from New York, we lived in New York, four hours drive every couple of weeks, takes a lot out of your whole family. And so I went back to Westchester, and I decided at some point that I didn't want to keep him on Kumar and I saw how my son threw himself on the floor, how toxic he was, how out of his element he was. And I had already now um, changed his nutritional intake. The whole family changed, of course, from, from eating regular American food, which is quite um, drastic, to use, a, to use a very kind word. I changed him to no longer use, and being all of us being on a, a wheat-free, dairy-free, sugar-free diet. And that is, you know, I always tell my patients of how to better feed themselves because they need to be independent. The power is with them. They need to know how to shop and what to put into their bodies. But so here we are at Westchester Medical Center. I had stopped him on the Coumadin. So they threatened to take my son away from me. They never checked how the thrombus was doing. It was just the fact that I stopped him on the medication or the Coumadin. They forced me, or they would have called social services, to keep him in the hospital and put him on an IV Coumadin drip, which uh, I, I agreed to. I, I really didn't want to, but I had to deal with an ex-husband that puts a little damper into things of wanting to be with the conqueror. But... Um, you know, it's so funny because two days later, after he was discharged, nobody checked how his INR value was, and nobody checked on the echo how the Coumadin uh, impacted the thrombus. You see, it was a very important message to me to understand that that's not why the hospitals are there. It's not to see of, of how the treatment works, but to keep protocol to keep within the procedures of how the hospital is set up and, and run by CEOs. So what did I do? Well, to part my own hands, I wrote a letter to the CEO with my, um, just of how I felt this visit went over. I changed hospitals. I found myself a new uh, pedi pediatric uh, cardiologist, a wonderful one, who is uh, with um, 
Columbia Presbyterian in New York City. And he said, you know, I don't disagree you're taking him off the Coumadin because the Coumadin doesn't really do anything for him at this point. That's just for new uh, developments of clouds. So this has been sitting there for a long time. So why don't you put him on a baby aspirin, which I never did. I never did. And then I didn't have to. So here we are. He's 19 years old. He's in the hands of the University Clinic of Freiburg. There is no sign at all of any uh, thrombos or clot formation in the heart. He's doing really well. He has gone through his teenage years. He did all crazy stuff one can imagine. And he's doing really well. <laughs> ah, that's a great story. <laughs> Thank you. Does, does Randy continue to use the on-demand machine today? He does, but only if he's really sick, if he has throat uh, uh, infection, or if he has a hangover. <laughs> it's those years. There's a hangover setting. Why didn't you tell me yeah, about this? I said that's more. <laughs> yeah. Um, so, well, the whole family uses it when we need it. You know, I am I'm constantly in the field since I treat patients almost daily in my practice here. So as a therapist, it's really awesome because you're in the healing field all the time. They may not be the most um, significant frequencies for you, but anything coming out of it will give you a therapeutic um, assistance to the body. So we do use it, especially jet lag. I mean, that's a great one. It's a biorhythm program. Or, you know, if you're going in and out of your immune system being strong depending on your stress levels. You know, you write a book, you stay up all these hours, you're not sleeping well enough. Well, then, or like me, I partied too hard at our German uh, carnival here. I didn't even drink that much, but it was just too much for me because I have a lot going on. And I was not doing well yesterday. <laughs> <laughs> so I put on the med on me and I treated myself for one and a half hours and just fell asleep with it. Felt really good. The healing propels, and and you can uh, go back to work faster if yeah. that is what you want. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. I've got I, I I share a story in in the book about. Um, so I heard about the OnMed from Suzanne Summers, and that's when you and I started talking. And um, so when I was working on the book, it I, I mean you know I wasn't sleeping enough, and I knew it, but I, I didn't know how else to meet the deadlines. So when I told you, um, I I. I messaged you on like a Friday night and I said, Sylvia, I've got about 90 minutes to sleep and then I need to <laughs> wake back up. What should I do? And you said, all right. You're like, this, you obviously know that's not healthy, but if you're going to do it anyway, here's what you should do. You said, put it on program 52 across your stomach to fall asleep. Fall asleep to that. When your alarm goes off, you wake up, you put it on. Was it, um, I don't remember. Maybe one seventy enhancement one seventy one one seventy one or something like that. Then you're like put it on one seventy one and put it on it. And I'll tell you, like I, I'm not gonna I'm not gonna lie and tell you that I felt amazing after ninety minutes of sleep. But <laughs> but that fifty two sleeping for ninety minutes followed by those two other programs afterwards. And and I had a um, I had a little bit of uh, caffeine ready to <laughs> help as well strategically like right next to I, I was on on my biomat with on demand going did a little bit of caffeine ran the programs and i went all day again until like 11 p.m that night never would have thought anything like that would have been possible and i felt mentally 
about as mentally clear as you could. Mm-hmm. Um, but it was, it was amazing. I've had a number of experiences like that. Never been a particularly flexible guy. I was, you know, growing up, we had those, the standardized tests in gym class. And the one is like the sit and reach where you got to reach and like try to, you know, see how far you can get on the board. And I was like, I was sometimes lucky if I could even get to the board. Um, I almost did the splits after one week. So I was diligent. I was using the on-demand with a number of clients. But I'm like, I'm going to use it myself for 45 minutes to an hour a day just to see what happens. Because it's usually easier for people that are sick to experience those benefits. Like you mentioned with your son, three treatments, 15 minutes, huge difference. If you're in a decent state of health, sometimes it takes a little bit more for you to notice things. So I'm like, I'm going to give it an hour a day for a week. After just one week, I almost did the splits in the gym. And I was way more flexible. And um, I've never even come close to doing the splits. So it's there's some there's some, works on the autonomic nervous system. Yeah, like, how, how does how does the on-demand work, or, or yeah. how do how do pulsed electromagnetic fields work? Well, I want to answer it in a way where I say that human beings are electromagnetic. So from that perspective, if we're electromagnetic beings, then why don't we therapeutically use electromagnetism? Because what happens is. Um, we tap in through a technology like the OnDemet, we tap into the cellular communication pathways. Our cells signal each other. And the signal, what is the signal? Well, it's electromagnetic communication. It's electromagnetic fields. The whole universe, at the end of the day, it's all electromagnetic. Light is, is electromagnetic. Everything around us and within us is electromagnetic. If we can now, we can stimulate and get, get our muscles to fire by putting electrodes on our muscles and sending a current, that current travels between cells and our muscles fire. That's right. But that's a microcurrent. Mm-hmm. It's a tense unit. So this is now electricity. So you have electricity or you have a static magnet or you have electromagnetism. So electromagnetism doesn't need to use skin contact because uh, it travels all the way through to where you point a specialized applicator. Again, that's the ultimate. Now, when you lay on the mat, it's a generic treatment to the overall biology. Um, generic is just that. Generic will give you, and we can do that with ultimate too, but generic gives you generic good answer. Mm. It's not going to give you a profound answer. It's not going to help you uh, in breaking down the symptoms of, uh, of autism or ALS or, or um, MS or, or chronically ill Lyme. Uh, patients or Lyme, that's correct. So we have a lot of very sick people. And as the old yogi masters already said, the body needs specificity in order to heal quickly and lastingly. So if I can tap into the wisdom uh, the innate wisdom of the cells to know which frequencies, which, which communication of language is needed by the body when, when I do the treatment, and then where on the body are the dysfunctions that is causing you to have those symptoms, well, then you're going to really, you are really a tapping into that body. You are biohacking. I mean, that word, I think it fits on it perfectly. Because you're hacking in with, with not your own intelligence, because that is always limited, but you're hacking in with the cell 
innate intelligence. And innate means forever, it's been there forever, right? So we're working with that. Yes, you can't just plop applicators as you did, Anthony. So electromagnetic fields will penetrate the whole body. And will, of course, the nervous system gets transferred systemically, meaning all over the body. So if you have the applicator laying on your abdomen, it will go to the abdomen and to the chest and the head region and your thighs and the feet but in, in a lesser amount. So now if I have a way like Star Trek, Beverly Crusher, Star Trek Enterprise, she's on the sickbay and she uses a tricoder and she scans for the electromagnetic disturbance of the one that is sick. But similar to what we do with the Omnibus, it's just this is 21st century, not 24th century. <laughs> so I'm going to tell you here. So he was scanning the patient's body to find exactly that. Where is an abnormal response to the stimulation coming out of those two ending of the coils? So if you could see, there is a, a vector-driven rotating field coming, stopping, coming, stopping. Like with a real communication between two people, I speak, you listen, then you speak, I listen. It's not a good idea to override the body's communication pathways. You want to work with it. Don't numb it. Don't shout at it. Just tap into it and feed into it and work with it and dance with it. So we are able to, to find through a, a special biofeedback technique dysfunctional areas on the body that are responsible for a patient's pains, there are problems in sleeping, there are problems with energy, or there are the symptoms. Because it, it, it's a domino effect, it's a cascade effect, you know. You could be toxic by in, by, because you've inhaled a lot of pain because you've worked in a pain company, and then uh, uh, two years down the road or 20 years down the road, you develop um, blindness. And all of that, you know, why do we develop blindness? Why is that? So you want to get to the root and you want to um, get to the first domino piece and not the fourth domino piece and push that fourth piece and only start working what you think is the best out here. No, work with the patient's um, reaction, the biofeedback loop, and then get to the underlying reason of why you have the symptoms that you're suffering from. So you need to tap yourself in. You need to work differently. You cannot only come from the knowing place, but that's what I've read in books, that's what I've listened to in lectures, and that's what I've seen in my practice. That's all good. But that may have nothing to do with that individual sitting in front of you. So you pull that in, plus you work individually in a personalized way with each individual, very simple with the omelet. I think, I think you hit on some important aspects there and some important phase shifts that are taking place in medicine and healing. And, and the first is personalized medicine versus generalized medicine. Uh, we're, it seems like there is a movement away from textbook generic processes for healing conditions because we are all individuals. We're not averages. They can give us a good starting place for what types of procedures and treatment modalities will 
likely work well in certain circumstances. But it's it's like if you were to take a person and you were to give them a nutrition book, depending on the way they're eating before they read that book, they may get some pretty good results. But if they want the best results, they need a nutrition program that is based on their age, their gender, their metabolic health, their goals, their lifestyle preferences, all of those things, their, their genetic predispositions. Do they have any genetic mutations that require more vitamins and more nutrients? Are they on Coumadin where they need to then eat less greens than other people because those greens... It's crazy in itself to say that. It's so, it's so wild. I've had, I've had a number of clients that came to me on Coumadin and um, it's a challenge because of, you know, we, we know the importance of vitamin D and vitamin K. And with Coumadin, if, if you eat foods with vitamin K, if you eat green vegetables, it's problematic. So then you often have these illnesses and this, these circumstances that cause this downward spiral where you, you have someone that's already sick and then they can't eat vegetables, a lot of vegetables. It's so pathetic. And, and it, it makes no worse. sense. Yeah. So there is, of course, acute measurements. We need to eat acute medicine is doing fantastic things. Yeah. But, but um, to standardize is, um, is, is just not moving people forward. It's also not moving a practitioner to say, hey, yay, I'm so excited working with my patients because you're going to get a standard answer by standardizing your treatment. You're not going to be a, an excited practitioner who sees, who's um, allowed to observe, become a witness to somebody's health transformation. And it's always just so, so amazing. Um, it's a humbling experience to see how people, and I'm amazed every single time that people get better and I'm part of that and I'm, I'm, I'm allowed to witness it. Of how beautiful that is, right? Isn't that isn't that humbling? Yeah, it's like um, re-releasing a, a bird that's that's flown yeah. into a window, and you've nursed it <laughs> <right> to health and <laughs> setting it free. Um, what is for people listening that that you know they hear autonomic nervous system, and they what what's that? Can you explain to listeners what is the autonomic nervous system? Well, we have several nervous systems. We have one nervous system, and we break it down. And to keep it simple, the autonomic nervous system is the one nervous system that controls all of our organs, most of our muscles. But we cannot voluntarily influence or control those organs. So the autonomic nervous system is the one we can never get to. So when, we, uh, when a police officer uses a lie detector, to get into the lies of that individual sitting in front of them, they will use a lie detector, which detects sweat, abnormal heart rhythms, abnormal heart rhythm, and um, and also uh, your pupil will change in uh, in size when you are deviating from the truth. And that is measured through, uh, uh, is, um, there's a name for it now, I can't remember. It's, it's a light detector that they use. And, and through that, you're able to get to more of the truth of how people how people's stories are, are told and, and, and where there's a deviation in, in them speaking the truth or a lie. 
So the autonomic nervous system is really the most important nervous system because it controls our organs. Without the autonomic nervous system working in, in a, in a uh, let's, let's call it in a relaxed way, our organs will get tense. It will sort of, um, um, sclerosis, there's sclerosis involved, is too big of a word, it, it, it hardens up. So why were you able, Anthony, to do the split? It's because your autonomic nervous system became more relaxed. It could let go those muscles that you cannot influence when you flex them. It let it go from the inside out, I'm going to say now. While you can control the muscles from the outside in. So it's a really important system, and we use it to tap into, in it's guiding us, to which frequencies are most therapeutic for the patient and where on the body do we have dysfunction such as inflammation, infectious processes, scar tissue, and there are profoundly uh, shock or trauma that have not been dealt with, not overcome, and those memories are still sitting within cells or in tissue. Tissues hold our issues. That's a good one. (laughs) The tissue that holds that issue, and it could be anywhere. Mm-hmm. It could be in your face, it could be in your shoulder, in your knee, and your high knee. We never know where the memory is sitting. Because it's just a big semiconductor, a big piece of crystal, and all the life experience is being recorded within our 70 trillion cells. And when we come upon a traumatic experience, it often sits within us, and that pain. Uh, that uh, that trauma, that memory, cannot overcome, be overcome until a skilled therapist works with you and tickles it out of you. But not, I don't like uh, when people, you know, apply the nutcracker and crack the nut, crack the nutshell, open to get to the nut. I prefer to tickle, to wait for the time when it's a good time for that individual, when they come to terms with it. And then the nut breaks open the shell. So it's from the inside out. So we can work very profoundly with the ultimate, or we can very simply work with sports injuries, prevention of, of injury, because when you're more focused, when you are more in alignment with your muscles and more relaxed, um, your attention to detail, your focus will be much better. You'll be more alert. You, you can do your tests um, much better. You can study for your for your high school diploma, whatever it is, for your bachelor and your master's and your doctorate's in a much better way because you have clear focus. Absolutely. And a lot of, I was having this conversation earlier with a client because, um, you know, a lot of people when they're, when they're looking to say, there are many people with aspirations to write a book or start a company and they say, but ah, you know, I get home from my job and I'm so tired. But rather than looking to the cause of why am I tired, and saying, look, there are therapies out there. If you if you fix your energetic frequency, if you improve your diet, if you move more, if you get more sunlight and manage your stress, you can have more energy to write that book or to start that company. Um, but it involves a little bit of exploration and a little bit of tapping into some of these resources. What's what's really cool, and, and one of the things that I've learned from you and and uh, Dr. Diedrich Klingart about the autonomic nervous system is we have this innate wisdom. So the autonomic nervous system, it's, it's constantly running on its own. We, we, we can go to sleep. 
and consciously tune out. But everything, we're still breathing, our heart's still beating, our cells are still functioning, we're still producing ATP, all of these things. Um, and but but the autonomic nervous system responds to external stimulus, like you're taking that lie detector test. To go back to the same example, you get asked a question that makes you feel uncomfortable. You lie. Your autonomic nervous system is changing and adapting. It's not it's not some mechanized structure that is going to do the same thing no matter what. Different stimuluses change the autonomic nervous system. How do you and Dr. Klingart utilize that the autonomic nervous system to determine where patients need to be treated how's that for a really long lead-in <laughs> is there a question here <laughs> yeah well, we'll have to start again <laughs> i get it so Petri Klingard is a dear friend of ours and he's a sweetheart and he's been in the field for a very long time he's german also and uh he, he travels back and forth. So Dietrich has, um, why he loves Omnomed and, and he, he, he used with the Omnomed also the same mechanism that we use, which is the pulse biofeedback. He prefers, and um, many other people that work in the energy medicine space prefer to use kinesiology. So this is a muscle test to see, um, you know, the body doesn't lie. So when you make a statement, not a question, because a lot of therapists, uh, that's what's such a, it's, it's a very subjective um, uh, measurement. And you really got to be good at it. And Dietrich is very good at it. You need to make a statement. You test the body against uh, that statement to see, is it right or is it wrong for that body? The body gives you the answer like the lie detector does. What would be an example well, you could just hold up um, a happy face and then you test. You first need to see uh, what is yes for that individual. Is it holding strong or weak? So if yes is strong, which in this, most cases, so I say to the patient, hold your arm out. I test. I feel the pressure that comes against my hands. And then I, say, I make the statement. I don't have to say it out loud. I just whisper it into my own uh, head. I say no, and it goes down. Okay, because the energy is in the room. You don't have to speak it. Okay, so now you show the patient a happy face. It's strong. You show them a sad face, and it goes down. Very interesting. So you could say, um, my name is Anthony. It will go down because it's your name, not my name. <laughs> you could go shopping, and you say, are these noodles good for me? And you can do the O-ring test, Yeah. And then you just put your, your pointing finger into the O and, and you, uh, you have to practice a little bit. And you said, this, this, these noodles, these rice noodles are good for me. And you see it holds. I press very hard. It holds. And then I say, oh, these, um, uh, these potato chips are really good for me. And I go and boom, and it goes out. Oh, yeah, gosh. that's the O-ring test. <laughs> I've, never, I've never tried that one. Let's see what you learned. <laughs> And, and there's <laughs> Klingart's method with the autonomic response testing. It's been, it's been used by a lot of physicians now. And when I was, when I was sick, uh, I remember in 2011, one of the physicians that I was working with in the Midwest did it. He used questions, though, a lot. And he was asking me questions. Um, and it was like, should we give him this herbal antibiotic or this herbal antibiotic? Is it 
Babesia or Lichia? You know, and I, I remember sitting there at the time and I was like, this guy is off his rocker. <laughs> but then I started learning more about how it's done. And it, of course, it depends on the person, the experience of the individual doing it. And, and um, yeah, how, how, do, how, do you use it, how do you use it with the on-demand? So you've taught me yeah. this method using the radial pulse and right. how to tap into the autonomic nervous system that way. So to go back to kinesiology, I find it amazing. It, and, you know, I travel the world, I see so much, and I want to share it. That kinesiology really came out of a chiropractic community within the U.S. So it doesn't happen every day that the U.S. produces something. So that's something good to talk about. <laughs> Yeah, we need to celebrate them. <laughs> wow, they exported it, and people are actually they're using it much more in Europe than they will ever use it in the States. Ironically, I was, that's what I was about to say. Ironically, we produce this in the U.S., and the only people that are really yeah. accepting it are in Europe. <laughs> yeah. So I tell you, we have had people that were they had to, uh, they were locked away. They had to close their practice because they used kinesiology in Tennessee. It's a non-Christian thing to do. I rest my case and say nothing more. <laughs> so you have some challenges. You think we have problems with refugees? Hello? <laughs> <laughs> oh, boy. Yeah. But, okay, very simple with us. You know, we use the handheld applicator again. To, this is where the simulation comes out. But so elegantly, we simply place the tip of the thumb on the radial pulse. So this here is your radial pulse, and you put the tip of the thumb. Now this um, this method was developed by a French neurologist called Paul Noget in the 70s, and he did auricular medicine. That is a medicine that involves doing acupuncture on the ear, especially. So he moved the filter up and down to see where there was a reaction. He stumbled, as many of these inventions, he stumbled upon them that whenever he intuitively felt where there was something going on or the patient had something, but whenever he put that electromagnetic spectrum, which is a, a filter, a color filter, so colors are also electromagnetic, um, he felt a change in the tonation of the pulse quality, meaning that when you rest, you very gently rest your, your tip of the thumb where there is no pulse, on the radio pulse, you feel the um, pulsation. You do not count. It's not rhythm. It's not cardiac. When you come upon a place on the body, you need to stimulate, of course, that has a dysfunction. Let's say I have an injury in my left shoulder. The pulse intensity will become stronger. The amplification will become larger. The volume of the pulse quality will become louder, let's say. And does that, does that continue or is it like one hard pulse? So if I'm, if, when I'm trying to decide what program to use with a client, I'm feeling their radial pulse and I'm going through the different programs on the on-demand. And when I get to a certain program, every once in a while you'll feel a big pulse jump. And you know, does that continue or is it just when you first initially expose the autonomic nervous system to that frequency? Yeah, that I have to answer in a more complicated sense because as you're dialing through the programs, you're already on to the next program. By the time you have felt that reaction, you may then be on to another program and you no longer get it dips down because you're no longer stimulating with that particular program. 
Uh, so if you, I think the easier would be for our listeners, our viewers, to, um, to understand that when we come to an area, I think it's easier to come to do it that way, to come to an area and treat, and then you feel that the pulse changes. When you go away from that area, now the pulse drops with the, the volume expansion. So there's no more reaction out here. I come back to the shoulder, and now there's a reaction again. But when I stay on it, of course, I'm not going to feel that reaction anymore because now I'm getting used to the pulsation of the pulse. So you have to either place the applicator here and check back in a couple of minutes to see if you still have a reaction. But most of the time, once you have one reaction, it will stay there. My hair is all over the place. <laughs> it's, okay. it's like my hair if I were to grow it out. Ah, you see? Well, this is how Anthony would look. That's how I would look. <laughs> I think so, it works better for you. <laughs> <laughs> That's where you compensate. You have it down here on the chin. Right here. <laughs> <laughs> so, wherever you feel your reaction, and when you stay on it, you see now profoundly. You can work with the bioenergetic field. You move out into the field, and you see where in the distance do I have a reaction. So, if you want to work um, on an energetic level, working, including the different layers around our body, you may do so. Often, there's a stronger reaction in the field. And what happens also like a flashlight, when you move out, the field intensity becomes less to the body and also the um, field area becomes larger to the body. Yes, makes sense? Yes, makes but sense. In terms, in terms of electromagnetic, I want to say that this is, Something can be very easily understood because I get this every day in my practice with physicians and, and in my lectures I make sure to point them to, you cannot imagine a hospital globally today, even in India or in the uh, in middle of Africa, that doesn't have some form of electromagnetic diagnostic testing. We have uh, an EKG that measures the heart function that's electric, we're measuring the electricity of the heart or an EEG measuring the, the brain activity output. Again, the electricity coming from the cells in the brain, not just the brain, because that's one word. What does that mean? That's an organ, which means it's a, it's a bunch of cells that we call tissue. Those words you know, are very simple. If you put them together in such terms, we don't have to overcomplicate it. But look at an MRI machine. Uh, in Europe, we would call it a tomography device. It's, it's not uh, MRI in every country. Magnetic resonance imaging, uh, it's a tomography. And here we, we measure again, we're using pulse electromagnetic field. The, the thumping that you hear, it's the pulse field that on the med would use. Same mechanism of action. It's not esoteric at all because we see a picture at the end of the day because that's the purpose of an MRI. But the intensity is a million times stronger compared to an ondomate because here with ondomate we want to treat, we want to have a therapeutic answer and solution, while with the MRI we want to get a diagnostic picture of an abnormality in the brain, for example. So it's, it can be very easily understood. For people wondering, a lot of us have heard that electromagnetic fields are bad for us. That's right. And, you know, not to spend too much time with our cell phone up by our head. Women, don't put your cell phone in your bra next to your breasts. Terrible. 
Um, or men don't put your cell phone right in your right trouser pockets, right next to your testicles. Bad idea. <laughs> we have more and more men that, that are no longer have they have uh, problems. So it's probably like this, leave it like that. Right, right, yeah. And 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 a lot of men are wondering why they have low testosterone low, and, and, and why low these sperm count. Low sperm count. We're yeah. walking around with electromagnetic fields in our pocket all day. Um, and that's a good question. That's the same word. How terrible. Because we're just starting to get a hold and productively use this new which is not new, but this, these modalities. So we don't have defined language yet. I'm going to just wheel over here to show you. Unfortunately, I don't have my other Me too. Machine, but I have this one here. I have a better one, but look, cell phones operate all the time. They constantly upload, download. Yes. And they, and they do it in uh, millions of fields of intensity. So the intensity is much stronger, and it is constant. And if you had a measurement like this, you would be able to see, and you can hear it, oh, my battery is low, but this is a measurement that tests the electrosmog. And what, so, what, what brand device is that for people that want to test electrosmog? I have a better one, but I gave it to a patient <laughs> yeah. to test throughout the whole house. Because often I'm dealing with this patient with brain tumor, and I just want to rule out that it's not... Um, the, uh, the satellite tower that is on top of the little mountain there. So it's a ruling out process. And it's a, I can give you the, uh, the brand and when I have it back. This one here is, I think, just electro smog detector. Okay. Steven Sinatra, my friend Steven, gave me this as a present. And, okay. and a lot of people don't realize the connection between sensitivity to electro smog and, and many of the health conditions that they're experiencing, whether that be anxiety, stress, um, even, even cancers. There are many, there are many people who, uh, if you put them in an area with high EMFs, electromagnetic frequencies, they don't feel well, but they don't make the connection and, and they're all around us. What are some of the biggest sources of bad EMFs? That you see, yes, uh, electric towers. <clears throat> what do you call it? What do you call them? The electric, um, electric towers. So yeah. What do you call them? No, yeah. Okay. So if you are within fifty meters of an electric tower, you're definitely at a health risk, at a high health risk. So for people that live close to to electric wires and towers and things like that, power plants. Terrible. We have cases of brain tumors of uh, leukemia. It penetrates the whole body. So this is why leukemia, the whole blood system is affected, or in the brain. Often with the cell phones, when you use your cell phone next to your head, the cell phones use such a high frequency, and it's measured in, depends on what, maybe I don't go into details on that, but it's a high field, which means the repetition is so high, it's in a million times of hertz, and it heats up the tissue, of your cells, it heats up um, the cells inside your body. So when you have it next to your ear, it's, it heats up the tissue in your brain. Now, what does heat cause? It causes inflammation. And when you do it too much, that's why there is formation of um, edemas because the edemas really protect the brain from it being fried. And, and, and we also know that it's part of the reason that 
we're recommended to lightly cook our food or eat a lot raw because the heating process denatures proteins. And all of our cells are constantly producing proteins and enzymes. And if we're cooking our cells, we are denaturing these proteins on a cellular level. Oh, yes. Microwave is terrible. Mm-hmm. Or um, another, what's another one where people have no clue? I mean, cell phones and office. Oh, then the old wireless phones we have at home, they're even worse than cell phones because the station continuously radiates. Really? And, yeah, so it's interesting. You have to take your measurement, your device, and hold it there. Best to just throw that portable phone out because you don't need it. Have an old fashioned wire phone in your home if you even need that. What that's that's great advice. What other tips uh, would would you give people when when you have clients that are sensitive to EMFs? Um, so you tell them to get an EMF meter and find the sources in their home, and and that's, and that's right. going to be computers, laptops, Wi-Fi connections, Wi-Fi. Um, microwaves. Stop using the microwave, anyhow. That's right. <laughs> mine that's is, mine's pretty much just a cabinet for glassware, and and it never gets turned <laughs> on. Um, what what other recommendations and lifestyle shifts do you do you make for clients? I also tell them to in their workspace they need to look there as well to see um, how can they improve when they sit eight hours in front of a, of a screen. How can they improve that? You know, can you maybe have a better screen? I mean, Germany has so many better regulations for employees for workers, uh, so there is a standard that it's a safety standard for companies, for employees. But I do make them aware. Also, that's that this is a good one, which nobody probably thinks about. But if you have uh, glasses because you, um, you are nearsighted and you have glasses and uh, you then you, you bring the computer close to you, that's okay. But when you're farsighted and your glasses are here, so you can see better into the far, but now you're right up to your screen. That is a big normal. So that's amplifying the electromagnetic field? No, not, no, but it's for the eyes now. Forget the electromagnetic field. Okay. <laughs> Just a different topic. Okay. Practically thinking, you have eyeglasses so that you see better into the distance, but now you use those eyeglasses to look into the screen that is maybe, what, 20 inches in front of you, which is worsening your eyesight because of the mere fact that you're not looking into the distance anymore. You need to get yourself different eyeglasses for when you're working with the laptop. There's, it's a stupid thing, but nobody thinks of it. Oh, and, and the connection between eyeglasses and contacts and health issues is, is profound. There are many times where I'll be talking with a client and they'll start going through their case history and there is a overlap between them getting glasses and contacts and health issues starting shortly thereafter. Because another thing that a lot of people don't think about yeah. is the importance of light, which is you know why I've got this goofy sun lamp going <laughs> next to me. But a lot of glasses and contacts, they filter out UV light, which our bodies need. Oh. For example, like UVA and UVB interact with tyrosine in the body to produce dopamine. And a lot of people, they get glasses or contacts. It starts filtering out that UV light. Dopamine levels drop. They start dealing with symptoms of low energy, depression. We have rising rates of Parkinson's, Alzheimer's, dementia. 
and, and, and we're never taking these contacts or glasses off. We're never giving our eyes the light right. that they need, right. that, that, same, that same electromagnetic frequency that's coming from the earth and the sun. We need that through our skin. It's not just about vitamin D. You know, our right. eyes are as important or even more important than our skin with light exposure. It's so true. And you know, another factor with electromagnetic smoke is uh, often that the eyeglasses are made out of uh, metal. So they're attracting the, the, uh, the fields, minor plastic, that's just over the counter. I will, I refuse. So metal bars in the right here, you know, here, this is um, often we have it higher. So here the pituitary. So we're attracting. Those, the EMF radiation right here that we're actually supposed to be emitting our good uh, energy into the world. Yeah. It's blocking it. And here you're attracting the fields, bombarding yourself with, um, with incoming radiation more than is necessary. So, uh, another, so it's important, yes, to give the eyes a break. But important also is, and I always say this in my, in my lectures, is go outside, bring in nature into your eyes, into your lungs, into your skin. If it's rain, if it's sun, if it's clouds, whatever. But you gotta bring nature back into you, feel it. And you gotta do at least three times a day, be outside in the fields, by the ocean, wherever you are, in the parts, your beautiful parts, your water right there in Chicago. You've gotta do yourself a favor and have a human experience. We're human beings and we gotta reconnect to being human again. And being in houses and apartments and offices is robbing us of having that experience. So taking off your shoes and, and grounding is, a, is always what I tell my patients. They think I'm crazy, but that's okay. What better way than go outside in, uh, on the grass or in the sand, even uh, on the cement is okay, to, to bring energy, the electrons into the, the kidney channels and then let the excess energy go out. I also recommend going on the trampoline. That's a good one too, to just lift off the Earth's gravity. And once you jump, you can't help yourself but have a smile on your face. <laughs> Oh, that's that's a great suggestion, and and that it's for for people listening, you know, and and I understand this because I come from two parents. My my mom is a little bit more open to what what some people might refer to as the esoteric, as opposed to my dad. My dad has Parkinson's, as you know, and I just recently revamped his his protocol, and a lot of the stuff that I worked in there was dad. You need to get outside in light. Take your con your glasses and contacts off. Look towards the sun. Don't stare at it and burn your retina, but look towards it. Get that light. Take your shoes off. I mean, for people that are for people that have a harder time with the have a human experience, they're like, I don't have time to have a human experience. I got bills to pay. <laughs> That's very sad. <laughs> You're missing the home picture. Yeah. But there's science behind these recommendations too. So the, the grounding, for example, you have this transfer of free electrons from the earth, right? And these are the same electrons that are neutralizing oxidation reactions in our body. So most people know, they're aware of antioxidants. They've heard antioxidants. They've heard of oxidized stress. 
they know that too much oxidized stress causes inflammation. Well, one of the best ways to get that inflammation down is to connect to the earth, get those electrons. Same thing with drinking water from a good source. Water from our tap has been, has been robbed of those electrons. It's going through copper pipes. It's been processed. It's got chemicals in there that strain, that changes the water structurally. But when you drink water that comes from a deep aquifer and a spring, it's loaded with these negatively charged free electrons that go into our body and they reduce inflammation and they, they neutralize free radicals. So it's about having a human experience, but there's science behind it too. You can look at pictures of people that are terribly inflamed. They got sky high levels of C-reactive protein. You take a thermal imaging picture of their feet and it's like blue. And then they take their shoes off or you get them even, even grounding sheets and grounding pads while you're working. Take your shoes off at your desk, sit on a grounding pad. If, 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 you, if you don't want to get outside or if it's winter time or you know what I mean? You get all sorts of objections when you tell people to do that. Um, but then you show a picture of them after three, four weeks of grounding and they're that same foot, bright red, blood flow, lower inflammation, yes. improved state of health. So it's not just like, hey, we're telling you to do this because we, we, we want you to get outside and, and connect with nature. It's like this is what is going to this is what is going to move you up to that higher energetic frequency, that state of better health where your cells are happier. Sorry, I went on a rant, but it's just some people, they need the science to understand it. And, 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 and anecdotal isn't enough for them. They don't care that thousands and thousands of people are doing this and completely changing their health and, and getting rid of challenges that have persisted for decades. They want to know, well, what's the science? Why does it work? You know, and, and that's yeah. But you know, some what science? Science is just observation, and yeah. when science is being observed by by industry groups, then it's no longer science. So this is a, it's an iffy word, and and if you look at the, the more we encapsulate ourselves, whether it's apartments, houses, um, or even shoes that are shielded, our cars so, instead of walking, we go from a, yeah. from a a house or an apartment right into a car. Right yeah. into another house or apartment. Yeah. <laughs> so we're constantly shielded from having a human experience. Yeah. But then people could say, well, we're getting much older now. And that's true. We are getting older. But we're getting older in terrible ways. It, it's, it's not, we're not increasing our health span. No. We're increasing our lifespan. Yeah. We're able to because keep... Because we have all kinds of machinery that keeps us alive. Or, yeah. Or, uh, yeah. My, my grandpa was on dialysis for his last few years before, before he passed. And you'd mentioned earlier a connection between the kidneys and the heart that you, yeah. that you became aware of through your experience with your son. Because I studied uh, traditional Chinese medicine and my naturopathic medicine studies. So that's, uh, he reacted to that. It didn't make sense to me until I became interested more and more, I couldn't get enough of the stuff, like you. You were sick, so it was your own story. For me, it was my son's story that drove me to dive more and more into the field of naturopathic or, or complementary medicine. And, and I went back to school. Though I had three children and two businesses to run. It's all possible. And so <clears throat> I did my education. But um, another thing that we all have that we need to tap into more is our intuition. We can work with our intuition. 
do I, yes, I can do the O-ring test, is this good for me or not? But how about if I start to vibrate and have a, have a different experience of, of really allowing um, the truth and allowing the wisdom of the moment, as I call it, to come in and travel through and talk to me all the time. Yeah. That, I mean, that can be, um, that's on a whole other level that's out there. <laughs> do, you, do you meditate? You know, I do not meditate. I lead a meditative life. Yeah, a, a big step in that process in developing that intuition. And that's something that's hard for guys. It's something that I've had to work on a lot, um, especially because, you know, my I, I, I learned growing up from my dad, you know, you don't cry, you don't show emotion, you, um, if, you're, if your body hurts, you push through <laughs> and like, do it anyway. No pain, no gain. <laughs> so it's basically... The first, All the wrong things. Yeah, the first 18 years of my life were suppress intuition, suppress intuition. And then it's, okay, let's reconnect to what we all have. And for me, meditation has helped with that. I'm not a good meditator. You know, I'm not, I'm not good. But doing it, it just helps you become more aware of your thoughts and your reactions. Just a little bit more present to what's going on. One of, one of my clients recently, she has Lyme disease. She's, she's had a huge recovery. She went from not being able to walk for 30 minutes around the city at a slow pace without having an energy crash to within 30 days of, of her program, she was running at 6.0 on the treadmill for a half an hour and feeling great. But one of the challenges is that she'll occasionally try to do too much and then she'll have an energy crash. But what we started realizing was a lot of it was psychological and a lot of it was she would start having these thought loops where she'd be like, I feel a little bit tired. Am I having an energy crash? Did I do too much today? Should I have not ran and lifted weights and, and done a uh, sauna and this and that? Yeah. And she gets her thoughts spinning and that's when she really crashes. So now she mes messages me when she starts going there and we'll just have her do this, this breathing exercise and pattern and it goes away and it stops. Yeah. She interrupts you and by... Because it's synchronizing again the autonomic nervous system. Bringing it back. With all that is. Yeah. And, 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 and that's part of the benefits and becoming more intuitive. She started meditating more. So she can now catch herself when she starts going down these unproductive paths with her thoughts. So we talked about the bad, the bad EMFs, right? We talked about the bad EMFs. Explain the good. Them. Explain the good EMFs. What's the difference? And, and and what are the what's the difference with the electromagnetic fields that are being emitted by the on demand machine? What's well, always the purpose that drives something? So the purpose of an on demand is so to provide a therapy. The purpose of an MRI device, which is also pulsed electromagnetic field, is diagnostic. The purpose of a cell phone is communication. So if uh, the cell phone continues to send uh, and upload and download at a very high frequency rate and all the time. The MRI is only on when you're in the two. So maybe you're exposed for half an hour. The Tesla is between two to three Tesla, that's a field intensity. When we talk about an on-demand, there are certain applicators that we use and only out of these, uh, uh, there's two channels, out of these two channels, come the pulse electromagnetic fields in a pulsating way, sends up, and the intensity is between 0.5 to 55 millitesla. There's only a few areas on the body where we place the applicators, you're not exposed 
to the entire MRI tube, which means your whole body is exposed. It's the certain areas in your body that are the weakest link making you the way you are making you sick. So those brewing inflammation, infectious processes, scar tissue, emotional issues, they're brewing somewhere. We don't know where they are, even though we know that you have a high white blood cell count, a high level of C-reactive protein, we don't know where the inflammation is sitting. So finally, we diagnostically, from a different perspective, we find the areas by working with the patient as a compass, their autonomic nervous system, to find those very important areas that prove to be the weakest link and we stimulate them and attract. So because there's a focus electromagnetic fields coming out as applicators, we can also choose which electromagnetic remedy is most significant, most therapeutic for the patient at the time of the treatment, making it very personalized to that individual. And therefore, people will respond much faster in their energy levels, having less pain, having more movability, and having less symptoms. So where we place the applicators, where the pulsing electromagnetic fields go into the body without skin contact, and it goes all the way through. So we stimulate the skin, the muscles, tendons, ligaments, bone, and out on the other side, organs, all of it is being stimulated. And what happens is that cells and tissue, actually the stimulation, we send the music, so to speak, and the cells start to move to the hertz that's coming in. So if I have two hertz, which is very low, it's, it's two times per second. So two times per second, the stimulation goes in. So the cells will move two times per second. But when I send in 13,000 hertz, now that's a lot of this here on the table per second. And then we're really activating the cells really start rock and rolling, while before they were just moving very slowly to a slow dance. <laughs> uh, okay. Yeah. So a, a big part of it, if I'm understanding you correctly, is that you talk about an MRI. That's 2,000 to 3,000 micro Tesla, so, or two or three Tesla, and the OnDemed, 0.5 to 55 micro Tesla. So a tiny millitesla. Yes. So it's a tiny whisper. fraction. It's a whisper. A whisper. Yes. So and then it's targeted. It's targeted. Very so it's good. more, it's it's more, shall we say, biocompatible. Correct. We never do what the cells would not produce themselves in terms of communication, electromagnetic communication. We never go beyond. So we can use it with people that are pacemakers, have implants. Because we never go beyond, you see, when, you, when a muscle twitches, so when you contract it, it has a certain uh, micro, uh, uh, milliamp or microvolt, and we don't, we don't supersede that. We always stay below it. You cannot contract the muscle with it. You can with electricity, because it's a different mechanism of action, different purpose uh, of treatment. Our purpose is to go deep. To have uh, when the cells start to vibrate, start to move, the cells attract immune response to the area of where the applicators are placed, where the cellular action is taking place. 
So if we have um, bacterial inflammation that is encapsulated, the immune response is not happening because it's encapsulated. Dr. Salier already spoke about that. It was an Austrian who moved to Canada, and he talked about the inflammation model of how that was responsible uh, for disease that was over the 1950s. So, but what's important is that often infections, inflammation is encapsulated. It's a body within our body. And the immune sorry. system can't see it. Right. Doesn't know it's there until we we create this uh, movement. The cells start to move and attract immune response in, attract electrons to come in, and and take care of bacterial overgrowth as the immune system will do. And we're aiding the nervous system by sending the proper frequencies for that uh, biology at that time. The biology changes all the time. Every thought, every emotion, every stimulus will change our vibratory output of our biology. So when we can tap in and we hack into, well, what is the code? What's the secret code at this moment? And we bring it in. And we not only bring the secret code, but we know where to place it. That brings transformation. That brings miracles. Right, right. And with what a lot of people know is with pathogenic infections, bacterial, etc., they can create these biofilms, these protective biofilms that prevent our immune system from accessing, accessing these infections and doing their job. So one of the things that pulse electromagnetic fields are thought to do as well is to break down these protective biofilms and just allow our own immune system to do what it is meant to do and, and allow the body to function as it's intended and as a, as a healthy system would. That's right. I mean, you have also, that's correct, the biofilms, fungal overgrowth, uh uh, the toxins, like aflatoxin, which is uh, the gases that come off of the fungus, the parasites, uh, the enamel, the cavities, the virus, uh, the uh, etc. etc. I mean, we are a bag of all of that, and we need to live in, in in symphony with it, in harmony with it. I believe we ourselves derive out of a bacterium. So I don't agree with manufacturers. Um, selling their devices based on the fear mechanism of saying, we kill those parasites, we kill the bacteria. You don't know what the heck you're doing because you're not inside. <laughs> so that may be a great sales tool and great American way to hype up the um, those that suffer. I don't like it because the, those that suffer, when they think, even with the chemotherapy, you know, okay, my lymph node is swollen, let's put some chemo against it. Hello, I'm, I'm putting chemo against my own body. But it's like, maybe there's this, this uh, alien here now. <laughs> and now I'm throwing the chemistry against the alien. It's you, if you don't come to terms with you, and I bring in different philosophies. And on the med is so wonderful because it helps you be clear. It helps you to, to connect with the core more and more, it's always a journey of who you have come to be in this lifetime. And living your power is a very difficult thing because, number one, there's no way back. Once you say yes, there's only forward. 
And it's a very uh, hard path because you own responsibility to everybody that you meet. So we need, uh, once you say yes, you need something that constantly keeps you in, in alignment, in attunement, and, and you, uh, you, you start to break patterns, you start to develop new things, you start to observe in different ways, it's almost like a matrix, you can slow time down, and you can. People do it through meditation, others are training themselves to just uh, do it all the time. And so uh, bringing in different philosophies, um, like I love anthroposophical thinking, I love traditional Chinese medicine, Ayurvedic medicine. I bring in Hamer's work, which is all about um, the emotional connection to cancer and other chronic disease. Very profound elements, homeopathy. I bring in uh, you know, to the bioenergetic field, or what we talked about, the electromagnetic sensitivity. I mean, in Canada, because of Dr. Mark DeHavis' work, it hasn't hit the textbooks yet. It's not in, when, when you are a student at med school, you will not hear about this until you are in the real field and you meet people that when they walk by an electric outlet, they respond. They respond in the most curious ways. They become weak. And I have a hunch into me. I have a hunch it's the parasites within them. So it's important that we, um, we help to create a balance within the individual, and with our four modules, you know, we address microbial involvement, but not from a term of killing anything, but from helping immune response to do what it knows to do. I, I agree with you. I think that parasitic infections are much more prevalent than people care to admit. Um, and th it's very challenging because you have many individuals they're they're aware that stool tests exist but these parasites have life cycles that often allow them to evade detection on a stool test so if you really if you really want to know do i have parasites you've got to do multiple stool tests sometimes from different laboratories at different times to to tap into these different life cycles of of the parasites and even then they're not 100% accurate um, and they're hard to kill. I mean, Dr. Dr. Klingert's parasite protocol is like six months of five or six different parasitic medications. So it's not just a matter of taking wormwood and you're done. Some of these pathogens have evolved to survive and they're affecting our health in profound ways. Um, I, I just well, had a client. Me, sorry, go ahead. If I may, I mean, there is his protocol and there is also Dr. Simon Yu's protocol. And those how do, are all chemical. How do you, how do you spell that? Simon Yu, Y U. And Klinghardt um, and, uh, and I, we both lectured about the use, um, um, what was it called? Alternative Medicine Conference um, in St. Louis. But you know, those are all, again, those are attacking modes. They're chemical attackers that um, very wise life. And bacteria, virus, parasite, fungal, involved or fungus, they are very innate beings. They've been around the earth probably way before humans crawled the earth. So of course they're, they're very adaptable. If I can stimulate you, and it doesn't matter to me if it is roundworm or if it is a pinworm, at the end of the day, what matters to me is getting to 
the, the right vibration, changing the milieu in the body so that the parasite can no longer survive in it. There will always be parasitic involvement because we also need them. Parasites have their spot. It is believed that they absorb toxicity, heavy metals, and at some point they are excreted and, and they have protected us from uh, the heavy metals going into our kidneys or some other organ. Everything, every biological thing has their place. Only because we don't think so doesn't mean it is so. We don't really have to understand it. But when I stimulate with Omnimed with the only one frequency razor sharp coming out of both channels, I really tackle immune response and I can tackle it with any parasitic, viral, bacterial, whatever else involvement. I don't have to give it a name, but I have to have the right frequency to disturb the living environment change the fluid, the milieu in which the parasite swims. So we have a saying in Germany that says, if the fish is sick, treat the water in which it swims and don't treat the fish. It's the same here. I don't have to do it chemically. I can do it electromagnetically. It's so much faster and it's so much more profound because I can tickle all biological sensors and elements in, the, in our biology. You, you brought up a few really interesting things. One was about the beneficial effects of parasites, which I was not aware of. Um, mm -hmm. We've recently become to come to realize, okay, so people now know we have 10 times more bacterial cells than human cells in our body. We have... Welcome to being a bacteria. <laughs> welcome, yeah. <laughs> She's such a wonderful bacteria. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Doesn't have the same ring to it. <laughs> But uh, we've now come to know that our gut, it's these, we have good bacteria that are just as important in our survival. Um, and, and it's not about getting rid of all of the bacteria. The problems happen when we have too many of the bad bacteria, when they overtake the good bacteria and we get small intestinal bacterial overgrowth or some of these other conditions or H. pylori or hypochloridia or what have you. But it's not, I don't agree with it. Because H. pylori is a great article, it's also I, I mentioned in my book. H. pylori was found that it actually protects the body from certain bacterial overgrowth. So rather than always thinking that all these uh, other elements we don't understand, they are harmful to us, I think it's just it's what we take to us that's harmful. Right, it's right. Like the antibiotics, drinking the wrong water in the States, chlorinated water, fluorinated water. Terrible. 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 Really? Yeah. And so the eating the wrong foods on top of it, being stressed out, not being in nature. I mean, it's amazing that we even survived the way we're going about ourselves. It's We're so far removed. You know, when people bring up the question of, well, well, can't I, can't I get all of the nutrition I need from food? Sure. If your food is organic and local and recently picked, and you drink clean water, and you get outside and get full-spectrum sunlight, and you move your body every day, and you manage your stress, and you sleep eight hours. No one's doing it, and I'm not even close to done, but like, no one's doing anything near that. And what we're actually doing instead is you have people going, I was told I need to drink 70% of my body weight in ounces of water a day. So they're slugging down chlorinated and fluoridated water all day, 
And it's actually worse. It's yeah. worse than being somewhat dehydrated and listening to their body and drinking when they're thirsty. It's, it, 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 we don't even know. Most people aren't aware of all of the terrible things they're doing to themselves. And it's not hard to fix. You just need to get the right type of water. You want to get water that's clean. You want to get water that's ideally structured and has the right type of, of energetic frequency. And, 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 yes, and does, yeah. Another thing you can do with the ornament is charge the water. Really? It's awesome. Of course. You just, any applicator, just place the, and then just run it in for four minutes per program. And what you can what give program it to do you kids. go to? Sorry? What program are you using right now? Any program that shows up for the patient. Oh. Whatever the strongest program, you're just going to add that to their water, and they can drink it at home. Even the wine tastes better when you charge it. People <laughs> charge their refrigerator. <laughs> this wine tastes so much better. <laughs> um, I, had a, I had a really interesting conversation uh, with, with David High of Millennial Health Systems. So they've, they've got this Spectrumite device that, that emits different light frequencies um, with high-powered LEDs. And he said he, he took the device, and he, he took two different devices. He had one on, I think, blue and one on orange. Um, and he charged up glasses of water, two, two uh, glass vases of water, one with the blue, one with the orange. And then he had people from the office and some uh, patients that were in there come into the room and he would pour them glasses of water from each of the two pitchers and they would taste one and they would taste the other. The blue, they were, mm, tastes good. They're like, it's kind of sweet, has like a nice flavor to it. The orange, people were like, ah, it's kind of sour. Same water from the same faucet. It's he amazing. just treated it for 15 minutes with light frequencies. Yeah. You know, but one was at... I don't know, 400 and some nanometers and then, then the other one, whatever, you know? So it's, um, it, it's, it's, it's very it interesting that the energetic yeah. frequencies that we're just starting to understand this stuff. And right now, the very same things that people may be listening to this interview going, what the heck are they talking about? In 10 or 20 years, we will have these scientific tools to measure and verify these energetic changes that are taking place. Well, Dr. Imoto did a lot of work on that, yep. and, uh, and so a lot of people know from that perspective. So thought is an energy, prayer, of course, is also energy speaking, the voice is energy, so whenever we speak over water, we pray over water, we think over water, but of course, um, when we send, for example, the joy of life, like the happy cocktail into the water, or for children, um, I mean, we did tests with autistic children, the uh, children did not know that water was charged with a relaxing brain harmony program. But the teacher would, in that first day of them drinking it, recognize that the kids were just more together, more alert, calmer. So you could you can see very quickly how the water affects uh, the, um, the, the mental state, the emotional state of a human being, and of course the physiological state. So this is not to underestimate. It's so simple. So another use for ornament is, uh, you know, charge the room like I do. I'm charging it now. I'm happy. <laughs> I, I I like that. I'm gonna have to. I'm gonna have to start doing doing that as well. Um, 
Well, this has been fun. If, if you're up for it, I'd like to do quick rapid fire questions, a little bit about you and some of the ways that you incorporate health and, and uh, practices to increase your energy into your daily life. You up for it? <laughs> how, uh, what's, what's, what's your nutrition like? How, how do you eat? Well, my model, and people always make fun of me, <laughs> and I have no problem with that, is that if I don't get good food, I will not eat, since I'm not a garbage can. So I eat very little. In the morning, I may drink sauerkraut juice or a kefir to get the good um, probiotics into me. Um, I, I have the luxury of living in Germany, and I can just go to the grocery store and pick this up. So this is wonderful. Then um, I don't eat until maybe lunchtime. I am vegetarian, which again limits my sources um, or my choices on the menu. I like to eat lentils and rice. I love uh, any of those uh, beans, bean types. I love cheese fondue. I don't have a problem with cheese and I get it from Switzerland. So cheese is a wonderful product. Is the cheese from Switzerland from grass-fed cows? Yes, okay. because that's all we got. <laughs> <laughs> what a what a great problem to have! <laughs> all we've got is these grass-fed cows that they, they roam pastures and they live happy lives. <laughs> I mean, here people make fun of the language uh, that a, a lot of uh, look. When Germany is very different. But the, the American language, and, and it's especially from the U.S., uh, not so much Canada, where they, they uh, say grass-fed animals. This is a joke in, the, in, in Germany because what else would you feed them? <laughs> we, can't, we farmers can't afford anything else. <laughs> yeah. So I would um, I drink a lot of water, my water holiday. I do like a, a good beer, and maybe I have a beer a day, which is a wheat beer, very wholesome, lots of vitamin uh, B, and um, and yeah. only four ingredients in our beer. That's that's an important distinction to make because I was out in Germany in, in 2013 with a number of friends uh, for Oktoberfest, and I never drink beer in the states, and and there's a number of reasons with that. But um, for example, some of the beer here, I, I'm just I'm just typing this in so uh, I can share it with you guys. But there's a, a number of the commercial beers here contain ingredients that you would never expect that don't belong. They, they have no business being in beer. So, for example, Newcastle Brown Ale has caramel coloring. Corona Extra has genetically modified corn. Miller Lite propylene glycol. Michelob Ultra GMO dextrose. Coors Light GMO corn syrup. Pabst oh Blue Ribbon GMO corn syrup and GMO corn. Foster's GMO corn syrup, Guinness, fish bladder and high fructose corn syrup, Budweiser, GMO corn and GMO rice. So it's important for people in the U.S. to know we're dealing with very different beer. And I, I won't touch the beer here because I don't want that crap in my body. But when I went to Journey for Oktoberfest, I drank what felt like a gallon of beer a day and I felt fine because it's different. It's beer the way beer is meant to be. But it, it, it all dovetails back to the importance of knowing what's in the food that we're putting in our body. It's so true. So when I moved to Germany, I said, you know what? Real, being rich for me means I can drink the water from the faucet. It's such a hallelujah experience. So you, you are free. 
You don't have to worry all the time of where do I get the next good water. You don't want to keep on buying water. That's not right either because you're contributing to the pollution. I mean, there's no refill station. And here in Germany, in the villages, we have, um, uh, what's that called now? Brunnen. What, what is that called? Where the water is coming out of? A fountain? A geyser? What they do. A Previously, spring? A spring? Natural spring? A, Aquifer? <laughs> Let me see which one goes pizza. <laughs> Four letters. <laughs> Two syllables. So previously, you know, in the 19th century or 18th century, they would bring their, their jugs out to fill their water. So they have that here. And it's coming right fresh out of the mountains. So it's, um, it's really, really important to have the right water with, with which you cook which you drink, which is in many ingredients of your food. So I also eat a lot of greens. Uh, breakfast for me, it would be maybe also um, wheatgrass, or just matcha wheatgrass, good enough. Um, I love uh, nuts. I love uh, hot chili peppers in olive oil. I only cook with coconut uh, butter or coconut oil. Um, I always talk about the fat combinations for my patients. Not, don't only take omega-3, but you need the right balance of omega-3 and 6. What, what fat sources do you recommend for patients? I recommend um, to cook, as I said, in the coconut oil. You can also cream your body with it if you want to. And um, I recommend flaxseed oil, one teaspoon combined with one tablespoon of grapeseed oil. So the flaxseed oil is the omega-3, which is 1 to 2 to the grapeseed oil. Now, I'm talking to patients that uh, are not eating out of cans or any jars. They are, most in Germany, they eat fresh. And even when I have, I have patients here from the U.S. or from, uh, uh, from, from China or other places, um, I make sure to, to educate them of what to eat when they introduce the fat intake. I mean, we only talk about omega-3, and this is way too much omega-3. It's not going to reduce your inflammatory uh, um, uh, involvement in the body. So Brian Peskin wrote a great book. It's a thick book. Um, I have it here. It's the, the Hidden Story of Cancer, and I can summarize it in one sentence. He's not going to like that. <laughs> I'm so sorry. No, but he made it. I mean, it's uh, lots of chemical um, scientific data. And it's one sentence. Take one teaspoon to two teaspoons of omega-3 to omega-6. And the best sources. That's the whole book? I, that's it. <laughs> I'm in. I'll do it. <laughs> right? Yeah. That's easy. Once a day. And then that's flax to grapeseed oil. Correct. Organic, cold-pressed. Flaxseed oil. See, here in Germany, you only get that at, at the, um, the pharmacy. So it's always cold-pressed. It's always uh, from the, the, the next mill around the corner. So you see, what pe people don't know, I want to I spread the message of how a community could be built. By, by having different infrastructure in place again. Yeah, the the objections that a lot of a lot of folks make, and you know, I used to make these myself as well. 
It's too expensive to eat healthy. It's too hard to eat healthy. I don't have time to grocery shop. Oh, now even bottled water is bad for me because of all the BPAs and these different chemicals that are in the plastics. What am I supposed to do? Everything's bad with me. I throw my hands up and I give up, you know? But it's not as hard as, as people think. You just it, it just involves some adjustments and knowing where to look. If you want clean water and you live in the United States, maybe we don't have a mountain that is going to be bringing us fresh, structured water. But you can go to findaspring.com, findaspring.com, and you can find a spring nearby you that will have clean water, and it's structured, and it comes from within the earth, and it has those energetic properties that you're looking for. Or you can buy Penta water or Mountain Valley spring water. There's a number of different brands that have this clean water that has good energetic frequencies, and and just have it delivered to wherever you live if you want. But you know, another one is my husband was in the water uh, business for some time. He was in a bioresonance field world and then came into the pulse electromagnetic field world and, and also making water machines. And he swears that, I mean, they, they tested the water with all kinds of different measurements and, and reverse osmosis is the best filtering system out there. So even if you have bad water, just have somebody come in and, and install a, a reverse osmosis system. Yeah, and and, and uh, one of the women that, well, she's a client, she was helping. I told her that I needed the book to be half as long, so <laughs> help me cut out, the, cut out the inessential. But she was saying, she's like, She's like, I need, I need different water because I talked about reverse osmosis and I talked about the Kangen machines and some of these different things that are out there. <laughs> I'd be There's interested. a lot of money in this. There's a lot of, it's a lot of money. And she said, she's like, Anthony, I need, I need recommendations that don't cost $5,000. And I said, well, Cynthia, the, the reverse osmosis machine, you can get a countertop reverse osmosis machine for 120 bucks or 200 right. bucks. You can get yeah. one to put under your sink for 300 bucks. Anybody can afford that. We're, we're, if you think about it as an investment, anybody listening is spending more than $300 a year on food they shouldn't be putting in their body, alcohol, different types of things. And I'm not passing judgment. I spend money on all of those things too. But <laughs> take care of your water. You're drinking it all day, every day. Make sure it's clean. And if you do do reverse osmosis, Add back some of the trace minerals that are important, that are found in natural water that we need, your, your magnesium. And Concentrase is a great product that lets people do that. So you get your clean water, reverse osmosis, you put some of the trace minerals back in, drink it up. Just good. eat enough salt. Eat Himalayan, Himalayan salt. salt. Yeah. 80 different traces of minerals. Yeah. Put Himalayan salt. Keep it simple. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Keep it simple. Keep it simple. Keep me simple. Oh, <laughs> yeah. um, how much of your diet is raw versus cooked? I do like cooked. <laughs> I believe the body needs warmth. Yeah. So, but it needs to be not overcooked. Like when you make broccoli, yes, you can munch in a few rolls. It's a, it's a balance with the other one, I can see. Sometimes it's this, sometimes that. But I'm very picky. So when I make broccoli, they are, they are steamed for four minutes. That's it. And then a lot of coconut butter. So I, um, I don't believe that third, fourth stage cancer patients should eat raw food all the time. They're already cold. You know what it means to eat a homemade beef soup? 
It's, it is so wholesome. It gives you strength. It brings in the animal strength into you. You see, I'm vegetarian. I still eat the beef broth, the bone marrow soup. Do you make it? I make it myself. Correct. I go to the butcher. I get the bones and I put it in. I will not eat the meat, but I will. I appreciate the soup for, you know, all the fat that is swimming on top. Wonderful. So homemade meals and it needs to vary. You need to do different things. You know, I, I love, um, what is that thing called? One of my favorite things to eat. Um, I eat, what is that called? Cut it up. Polenta? What is it? Polenta? No. Um, this is good too. Um, no. Cucumber? Cucumber is wonderful. That, of course, we eat raw. <laughs> I do not eat much fruit. It's a lot of sugar in fruit. So I'm very picky with my food. What fruit do you like to eat? If, if I eat fruit, maybe a pear, maybe some grapes, maybe um, a, um, a banana. But I don't avocado, love avocados, for mm -hmm. sure. And, and but, some of the benefits, one of the things that you're saying, mentioning that's uh, a, a pattern, I don't know if you do it purposefully, but the fats with fats. the vegetables increase the absorption of nutrients in those vegetables. So some people say, well, when, when, as soon as you start cooking vegetables, the nutrient content decreases. And that's true, but you absorb more of it, especially if you eat it with fat. And when a lot of people aren't feeling well, they start hearing about the raw food diets and they start eating everything raw and then they're, they're pooping out broccoli because they're not digesting it. <laughs> so there's, there's an important balance here of like getting yourself the bone broths and the, the, the foods that your body can digest because it doesn't do you any good if that food, if you put it in your mouth and it falls out the other end. You got to be able to digest and assimilate and absorb. Very true. Metabolism functions need to be improved. That's one of the first things we see with omelet because immediately your, your stool changes, your, your urine changes, you're detoxifying better, and you're getting the good stuff into your cells. Another good thing is artichokes, uh, red beets. There's such a variety of vegetables and, and berries and, and nuts. I mean, I, I can't imagine having to live off meat. It's not really necessary, but I cook it. I cook it for my family because they like it, and I respect that. I have my own reasons for doing what I do. Right. Yeah, and, and, and that's a decision that every everyone can make um, for for themselves based on preferences and moral and ethical and ethical reasons. How do you use the on demand for yourself? You mentioned when you're hungover. <laughs> that's terrible. <laughs> that doesn't really happen. Where's my on demand? <laughs> a whole lot. <laughs> It should happen more often since I want to have a human experience. No, right. <laughs> no, no, this is not good. But you know, sometimes a, a hangover may be because you ate something and there was salmonella in there. That could also be similar to hangover symptoms. So a liver gallbladder problem, 38, so that's a good one. And then it may prompt you to vomit because it really activates the liver. Like we have a good... Um, liver cleanser, gallbladder liver cleanser with the red beets and the apple. I was just going to say the beets are great right. for people that have had their gallbladders removed or have gallbladder issues. That's right. Or then a better with the uh, Epsom salt and then the olive oil with the grapefruit. That's um, about an eight-hour 
um, diet that you that you put yourself on is not long. So are you you're a believer in the the olive oil and the grapefruit protocol? Yeah, it's very good. It's, it's so to help declot the gallbladder from the, right. the gallbladder stones. But ornament can do it. It doesn't do it chemically, not as violently as as um, the uh, Epsom salt with uh, the olive oil. Here we have um, every time we, when we use the ornament, we help the the, uh, the movement, which helps shake. It's almost like shaking that garbage can, and whatever is too much, it just throws it back into the the, uh, the lymph system, and the lymph system carries it through out of the body through sweat, urine or through a stool, and it is so important to whatever we do with our patients or to maintain our own health is to detoxify on a regular basis, whether that is from, from flying a lot and absorbing, you know, you're disconnected from Mother Earth and that energy, the electromagnetic energy, and you're, you are uh, introduced to a lot, to a lot of um, the uh, ozone and the airplanes and and just very unhealthy air in general, toxicity all over. So I maintain myself by using Ondermet in that way to um, to cleanse, to help my vitality, to sleep well, to, um, in the beginning, see now I'm really, I'm at my peak. I'm really high energetic. I, I can work uh, many, many hours on different um, time zones. And even travel is hard, you know, so when I get there, I'm not going on vacation, I travel and I work and I work and I work and I travel and I work again. So um, it wasn't always that way, you know, and I do have three children and I have three stepchildren and I have three step-grandchildren. <laughs> so, <laughs> like, uh, like the Brady Bunch. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and I don't have easy children. <laughs> so... Um, but um, to, to put yourself on, onto an ornament regimen in the beginning when you really uh, I was toxic, I ate the wrong foods. When, when this happened with my son, it was an awakening, just like it was with you. It took you getting sick. It took me for my son to get sick to realize, you know, I couldn't hear out of my left ear. But the EMT physician said, your hearing is fine. But I couldn't hear when I held the, um, the phone to my left ear. I couldn't hear out of it. How can it be fine? It's ridiculous, right? But I guess if the doctor says so. <laughs> That's why we give you two ears. You only need one. <laughs> You're fine. <laughs> so what did I do? Well, in my testing with myself, I just, I have a lot of scars on my body since I had a motorcycle accident at the age of 15. So I went to a program showed up. I went by Paul's. Program 90, which is removal of scar dysfunction. So I went to all the scars on my body, my legs, and then the foot. And as I'm on the foot, a weird spot, on the top of the foot, I'm there, and suddenly my ear pops and the ear gets warm. Go figure. Two, three days later, my daughter says, um, Mommy, your, your scar, it opened up and it's bleeding. It had been closed for 15 years. But what happened was, see, over the arch of that foot goes the stomach meridian. And the stomach meridian travels in other areas. And because there was uh, still some, some maybe fluid pus inside that scar, it hindered me hearing to the best of my ability. Taking care of that scar and just going by you know, where I knew scars were and going by the pulse of picking the program, 
it helped me being on the foot, treating the foot helped me to open up my ear and, and hearing better again. Yeah. So you never know where the culprit is sitting. So I used it a lot. I use it every day on myself. And when I talk to Lyme patients, fibromyalgia patients, they use on the mat up to two, three hours a day until they stabilize. And when they stabilize, they may only need it two, three times a week to just stay really, uh, you know, to sleep well, they have great energy. They train maybe, and they now, they run much faster, 25% faster than they used to last year. Or they're more focused, more together, they're more, they know exactly what they want. So it only helps you in your transformation process of the emotional and spiritual transformation. The body needs to be stable enough to carry you through the phase. But emotionally, you got to be ready for it, right? And it may happen that after a few ornament treatments, you may realize that this job is not for me. Why? Because you, you are, you're shifting. You are starting to come more into your element and to realize what's good and what's bad. The good, bad, and the ugly. It just it helps you to decipher. And, and it helps you to, um, to pick new paths in an easier way. Because it's so difficult when we're in a treadmill to break it, to stop running. And then what? And a lot of times we, we got, we've been on that treadmill since we, before we could walk or, or as soon as we could walk. We, we see something, a behavior pattern from our parents, and then we adopt it. And then next thing we know, we're in our 40s and we're like, what? Is this really what I want to do? Or is this what my dad wanted me to do? Or is this what my mom wanted me to do? And, and being in, in a state where we are more in, in line and aware of our intuition, it allows us to observe these things. And, and one of my clients just recently, we, we started working together a couple months ago, and she said to me during one of our sessions, she was like, we, we were doing some of the scar work with her. So she had a number of different scars on her body, yeah. and, and we were breaking them down just to open up the energy flow throughout her body and, and, and improve that because the scars can block those things. And what I'll usually do is we'll use like a dermal pen, you know, that like women use to boost, <laughs> help their face, their skin. I don't know what that is. It, it's these little, uh, it's a face roller. It's got like tiny little needles on it and it stimulates collagen production in the skin. Well, so we'll take microcurrent on it too, or not? Uh, no, it's just it's just like a, a little metal roller. So we'll use that on the scar tissue, and okay. I'll have her use a dry skin brush before the shower to help break it down. Then we'll use the Ondamed on ninety. She said to me during one of our sessions, "This is maybe after like a month, month and a half of getting her kind of back feeling good." She goes, "Oh." I'm just now realizing a lot of what I'm doing is what I thought my dad wanted me to do and not really what I want to do. So yeah. she's like, I'm, I'm, I'm reevaluating what I want with my life. And she's like, I'm frustrated because I feel like I've wasted so much time. And I'm like, be thankful that you're 35 and you, <laughs> you know, you still have all this life ahead of you. A lot of people realize that when they're dying, or they don't realize it at all. Yeah, that's sad. I mean, even if you if you realize it, and, that's a and downer. You, you're you're making me depressed. <laughs> <laughs> but then again, it doesn't matter because you won't know. Yeah, you die. <laughs> yeah, right. No harm, no foul. Next time around, they'll know. 
But you know what? It, it is all for good reason. I always say it is how it is since it needs to be, or otherwise it wouldn't be. So <laughs> I like that. That that's a good that's a good transition into into this question. And then we're gonna wrap up because I want to be respectful of your time. We've already gone way over. If you could have a billboard, where would it be and what would it say? I would say live your powerful self. You've come to live in this lifetime. And I would also say, yes, this is about ownership, but you know what? The message is so much bigger. I would say exactly what I just said. It is how it is since it needs to be, or otherwise it wouldn't be. So if people would just realize and respect and be grateful of what has happened to them, what they chose, and where they are today, because they wouldn't be where they are today if they hadn't chosen those decisions. I would also say, and many argue with me, there is no wrong. It's just people that judge it for right and wrong. There is no right or wrong. It just is. Amen. There is, there is no right or wrong. It's only our thoughts that make it so. That's correct. I like that. Where would you put your billboard? And where would I put my billboard? Oh, you had me. You had me. You had reminded me of a really good question. Last question. Uh, <laughs> okay. How much of you reminded me of this because a lot of what you were saying with with your what would be on your billboard to me and correct me if I'm wrong. It has to do with acceptance, accepting the decisions that have brought us to this point in our life, accepting our current conditions. How much of clients? I would go beyond that. Yeah, I would actually say embrace it. Embrace Love it. Love it. Don't just Love accept it. it. Love it. Because accept is sad. Even the things but that we think are bad, don't just accept it. It's embrace 180 it. degree. I want to invite you to 180 degree lifestyle. So if somebody shouts at you and it's really mean for the weirdest reason, don't take it personal. Have the strength. To walk up, to turn around and say, what is it I can do for you? You're not feeling well. So it is 180 degree. Often it is the worst thing that is the key to us becoming our best selves. I, I completely agree. And, and how, how do you see that with clients who are going through a healing, who, who, who need to heal? How much do you see that psychological shift that acceptance or embracing playing a role in them getting better it's huge this is uh, actually um this is a seed if i can get to that seed and i get to that seed with uh, i want to say with 98 percent of my patients whether they're old or young it is most important that with everything that I do, but I have on the mat that helps me get the message much deeper because I'm vibrating them on different levels. So it, it is an important um, realization for anyone that I come in contact with, whether they're my patients or whether I just stand next to them and I have a sensation which I need to share with them because it's something for them I need to share with them. To say something that may seem hurtful, but I say it in such a loving way because it comes from a place of love that people immediately realize it's a profound message for them and it makes them uh, see the world a little bit different and it makes them, most important, stop judging themselves and start loving themselves. I think that's a good note to, to end on. 
Sylvia, I've had a blast. Thank thank you for your time. It's been fun. If people want to learn more about the OnDemed and you, where should they go? OnDemed.net. And then being in the U.S., you can leave the webpage there, but it's limited. Or you click on international, and then you see so much more about OnDemed, which we are prohibited to uh, say in the U.S. But English is English, and it does not... It's not the ownership of the United States of America. So I invite you to come to the international page. And then also uh, the Binder Institute, that is um, where you can learn more about what it is that I do in teaching and taking care of my patients. It's binderinstitute.de. So you can learn more about what I do. And uh, you can read my book, On the Matter, A Story of Love, Healing, and medical revolution. And is that on Amazon? It will be on Amazon. It soon. will be on Amazon. Okay, perfect. Um, what what conditions have so let's say someone is dealing with a condition right now that maybe they thought is incurable or that they they've they've had forever and they're frustrated by it. What have you had success with using the OnDemed? What different? I, I I know you mentioned some earlier. What are some of those conditions? Okay, allergies. Asthma, very difficult asthma, sounds easy. Um, With skin rashes, endometriosis, uh, infertility, erectile dysfunction, Parkinson's, ALS, um, MS, autism, um, immune deficiency disorders of all kinds, insomnia. I mean, mention... All 4,000 labels and every day there's a a new one coming. Uh, Of course, cancer is a big one, which uh, um, different philosophies fit into that. I've worked with third stage uh, uh, non-Hodgkin's lymphoma patients and within two weeks got them turned around. Two weeks, amazing. And uh, there is a four stage... um, Pancreatic cancer reports that came to me. And also, I don't think that one is in the book, but there's a lot of cases in the book that other people have fed to me. So also depression is a big one. Suicide is a big one. All of that feeds into when we work with ornaments. And even people that are not sick, look at the Suzanne Summers. She uh, suffered from um, lymphedema. And all the good treatments and physicians she had only focused in on where the swelling was. But often it isn't where the swelling is, where the symptom is sitting. It's somewhere on the body. And when I found it and stimulated it, her swelling went down, her pain went down. And look at her today. She has done so much with her health. Um, She owns an ornament. You can do home treatment. One of the biggest, if you ask, what's the biggest disease that you've seen helped? I would say to you, Lyme disease, because these patients, they are so um, tired of running around. They've been to all the the, uh, experts, as they call themselves, or the non-experts, and they've been to many, many places and have found no help. They've spent thousands of dollars. Tens of thousands, usually. Right? Yeah. Yeah. And their whole family is sick, and they are bedridden, and they don't know what else to do. The symptoms keep on recurring, and, and antibiotics is not the only answer. So OnDemet has helped them, and often they have OnDemet sitting in their bedroom, their living room. It's easy to use. 
and it is um, a great modality to invest into because you'll have it for the rest of your life and maybe your children's lives. There's no updates that you need to do. You need to not um, calibrate it or repair it or whatever. It is maintenance-free. Mm-hmm. Yes, yeah, yeah, absolutely. And a lot of a lot of the Lyme clients that come to me have been to every doctor, every Lyme literate doctor in the Midwest or the surrounding area, and they've tried everything out there. And it's not until we address a lot of what we've talked about today, and we use some of these um, some of these treatment modalities that go beyond just kill the bugs. Right. <laughs> That, that they turn things around. And, and, and when you address it from, I hate to use the word holistic because then everyone rolls their eyes. Holistic and alternative come with all of these connotations. But well, I have a different word for you. Yes. So the big word, again, the U.S. incorporated it, it came from, from England, and then it, they made it a U.S. word and they sold it back out into the world. It's called integrative. Integrative, yeah, huh? yeah. It's, it, it requires a more integrative approach. And, yes. um, and, and, and that's, that's when we're able to get results like you get with, with the on-demand. And, and a lot of these clients, they love the on-demand machine. And even if, even if they don't know why, they want to come over and use it. <laughs> and they're like, they're like, can we do that? You know, they, just, they feel more <laughs> relaxed afterwards. Even if they're sleeping with it on them, they feel better afterwards. And there's something intuitive that they know it's doing good for them. It makes them so happy, and it makes me happy too. And I'm always amazed when I use it on myself. Oh my God! I'm saying to myself, "This is amazing how this works." <laughs> I yeah. use it now for 15 years, but I'm always, and we should not stop being amazed about the miracles that are happening right in front of our eyes all the time. Yep, that's yep. an important one too. Well, Sylvia, this was fantastic. I had fun. I appreciate it. Um, I, Thank you so much. I, I'm, I'm, I'm excited to, to talk to you again soon. <laughs> we'll talk soon. Thank you so talk much, Anthony. Take care. Thank you. You well. You well. You too. Bye. This episode is brought to you by thedoctor.com, spelled the dr.com, which is my go-to resource for gluten sensitivity and celiac disease information. I love a number of their products and I use a few of them myself and with clients dealing with food sensitivities, autoimmunity, leaky gut, digestive issues, celiac disease, and IBS. Number one is perhaps the supplement I use more than any other with my one-on-one clients to help heal the gut. And no, it's not a probiotic. It's Numedica G. GI Restore. GI Restore is a 100% pure bovine colostrum collected within the first 16 hours after birthing. It's a natural whole food that provides a rich source of IgG and PRP, which stands for proline-rich polypeptides, protein, immune factors, growth factors, vitamins, and minerals to support gut health and vitality naturally. GI Restore functions to support a reduction of intestinal-related issues, protect against irritations from toxins, and promote epithelial growth and repair. It's literally the only colostrum I use and recommend. My dad was diagnosed with Parkinson's in 2015. As you may know, emerging research implicates gluten sensitivity as a contributing factor for Parkinson's. I use GI Restore from thedoctor.com as a part of my wellness prevention protocol. It's amazing. You will thank me. New Medica GI Restore. The second is New Medica Gluten Sensitivity PRP Balance Spray. PRP Balance is a bovine colostrum 
based natural immune balancing spray. It contains proline-rich polypeptides, which help modulate normal immune responses. What are PRPs, you ask? PRPs are tiny information-carrying proteins with amazing adaptability. In times of intense physical stress, they help enhance immune activity by promoting the production of cytokines. In the opposite situation, when a healthy immune system reacts to environmental factors through cytokine production, PRPs send signals via specific cell receptor sites to decrease the production of cytokines in order to balance the immune system. PRPs also help regulate the thymus gland, which is the body's central command center for the immune system. You can think of them like adaptogens for the immune system, helping to stimulate an underactive immune system or helping to downregulate an overactive immune system. They inhibit the overproduction of lymphocytes and T cells and may help reduce minor symptoms related to allergies, tenderness, and swelling. The two are a one-two punch for digestive, leaky gut, and autoimmune-related conditions, and I frequently include both in customized protocols for clients. Plus, it happens to taste like candy, which is a huge bonus. I love them, and I think you will too. So all you need to do to give them a try is go to thedr.com, click on products, and you can choose one of those two products, Numedica GI Restore PRP Balance Spray. I recommend starting with Numedica GI Restore if you can only invest in one. There are also more than a dozen other products and biohacking approved books, white papers, and tips available on the site. It's that easy. Go to thedr.com. That's the T-H-E-D-R.com, my go-to resource for gluten sensitivity and celiac disease. Check them out and enjoy. This episode is brought to you by discovercbd.com. Now, many of us are familiar with the health benefits of medicinal marijuana and how this plant is now being legalized in many of the 50 states. These benefits come primarily from two cannabinoids in the marijuana plant, and that is CBD and THC. Now, where THC is responsible for many of the physiological effects that we experience when we inhale or ingest the marijuana plant, CBD produces a number of health benefits itself. However, it doesn't produce any of these physiological effects. In short, you get the benefits without feeling high. Now, many of the benefits of CBD include research pertaining to its enhancement in helping the body fight cancer, seizures, autism, pain management, anxiety, depression, sleep, psychosis, arthritis. People are even using it with their plants. And I have started using CBD on a daily basis. I've found it enhances my sleep. I feel more relaxed. I deal with less pains, aches, tightness, stiffness. I feel like I recover faster from my workouts. And some of my clients have even gotten miraculous results. I had one client, Everett, and um, his wife was dealing with some mood issues and feeling like she was stressed and anxious and having trouble sleeping. Within 48 hours of taking the recommended CBD oil that I prescribed, she was feeling amazing. And I got a glowing testimonial from Everett because both of their lives were better as a result. The two types of CBD oil that I have used and recommend are active CBD capsules and pure CBD oil. And for a limited time, you can save 10% on your first order at discovercbd.com by entering discount code biohacks. That's B-I-O-H-A-C-K-S. And that website, one more time, is discover, D-I-S-C-O-V-E-R-C-B-D.com. So I recommend checking out CBD oil and seeing if it can produce some of these same benefits for you. 
I imagine you will enjoy it and not be disappointed.